Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to your Saturday Scouting Report. I'm excited because this is the episode that, you know, again, you know, I say this every week, but it's because I just got excited. (laughs) I I get to put on my coaching hat. I get to dive into opponent's film that I don't really keep up with, uh, being the Giants. I get to go through the offense, defense, personnel groups, tendencies, um, all those different things. It's a lot, a lot of fun, and I get to share that with you. So I just want to let you know I have five and a half pages of notes (laughs) to get through today on the Giants, which it's not, man, how do I say this? They're a bad football team. Um, you know, the goal of all NFL teams is to play complementary football. And what I mean by that is it, it all works together. It's a dance, right? Like everybody has a role and they form and work together to benefit each other and work off of each other. The Giants don't have any of those things. <laughs> in fact, they even work against each other in so many different ways. And we'll talk about a lot of those. So what we're going to do today We're going to go through the injuries for the 49ers and the Giants, and there's a bunch for both teams. We're going to go through, you know, strengths, weaknesses of the Giants' offense, defense, who to exploit, who we got to watch out for, keys to the game, our bets of the week with my bookie, and then I'm going to go over my predictions and what I expect to happen um, tomorrow. Man, we're, we're about 24 hours away from game time, and here's the crazy thing. The, the 49ers are down 10 starters, 10 starters um that's a lot (laughs) considering you only have 22 on offense and defense so about half of the team starters are out however the 49ers are still favored traveling across the freaking country they're still favored over this team and this is going to be one of those sneaky ugly trashy games that's going to have an impact on the postseason it really, really will. It, you know, you go back to when the season started or before the season started, we get the schedule release and all that. You go through and you're like, oh, Jets and Giants, boom, boom, victory, victory. Well, the NFL stuff happens. And so now we're at this point where this is not a gimme game. It's pretty close to a toss up. But if the 49ers can come out of this with a victory, they're getting so many players back week four. They're getting even more players back week five, and then week seven, going to have almost everybody. Um, you know, all the players coming off the pup and the NFI and all that kind of stuff, things are going to improve. So reinforcements are on their way. This is going to be one of those ugly, slug it out, field goal competition games that if you get a W, you get a W here, you improve to two and one. 
great things are ahead of you for the 49ers. This is the lowest of the low. <laughs> Again, 10 starters out. But if you can muster up something, go find a way to get a victory now. This is a tough big boy game, and the 49ers should win, and I think that they will. We're going to go over what's going to create that, uh, what's going to kind of happen with that. So uh, let, let's do that. So real quick, you know, the Giants are a bad team. They're 0-2. They're one of 10 teams in the NFL to be 0-2 after two weeks. And that they're kind of right where they are. Now they've lost to the Steelers 16 to 26, and they lost to the Bears 13 to 17, making uh, Mitch Trubisky look like an actual NFL quarterback. So, it, you know, the Steelers are a great football team. I fully expect them to be in the playoffs. The Bears, I do not, um, even though they're 2 and 0. Uh, I think they've played two very, very bad teams. But that's okay. It, neither time has this team scored over 16 points. They don't have, and that's with Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon Barkley's out, he tore his ACL. Um, this is a social, <laughs> socially inept. This is an offensively inept team that doesn't know who they are. And I don't see that improving against a busted up 49ers defense, even though the injuries are insane. Let's just run through the 10 starters we're missing. Uh, Garoppolo, our quarterback. Mostert, our running back. Coleman, our second running back. Debo, our first wide receiver. Kittle, the best tight end in the game. Richburg, our center. Bosa, the number one defensive end, I think, in football. Definitely up there. Uh, D Ford, whatever. Ronald Blair, he's out. He would be a starter this game. Solomon Thomas is out. Uh, Drake Greenlaw is out. And Richard Sherman, our number one corner, is out. That is... That's half of a Pro Bowl roster. <laughs> um... And, and so one of the things that set this 49ers team apart is just how deep they are. Now we get to see that on, on play. You know, we didn't get preseason games to watch the backups. Well, guess what? Week three, we get to see the backups. We're going to have so many guys out there um, that usually aren't starters for the 49ers. We're going to see how they play. And, man, almost every single team has top-tier talent. But great football teams can win whenever you're without them. And I think the 49ers have an opportunity to do that. Now, if we just take a step back and look at all of the Giants' injuries, obviously Saquon Barkley tore his ACL last week. Sam Bill, their number one corner, he's on IR. David Mayo, um, which they've got a lot of 49ers, uh, he's on IR. Adrian Colbert, who was with the 49ers as well, he's doubtful. I doubt he'll play. And defensive back Brandon Williams is questionable currently. So they're missing some guys too. No team in the NFL is missing what the 49ers are, but... The Giants are a bad team. The Giants were going to be a bad team. So anything that they lose, including Saquon, you know, who probably the best running back in football, him and uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think those two and then everybody else. Now, the history of this matchup is interesting because as soon as you think 49ers-Giants, the first thing that comes into my damn head is Kyle Williams. And it makes me disgusted. Uh, that NFC Championship game and the fumbles and the punt return. And, ah, uh, anyway, the Giants are actually up on the 49ers, 21-20. to 20. So the 49ers can even up this series, and I, I think that they will. And another interesting thing, the last eight matchups, they've checkered back and forth. So 49ers and Giants, 49ers, Giants, 49ers, Giants. The last eight games. Well, the Giants won the last matchup. And so, obviously, that means the 49ers are going to win this. We're going to keep to our pattern and even up this series. Now, let's talk defense, okay? The strengths and the weaknesses. Now, their defense, it looks really, really, really bad <laughs> whenever you go through their personnel. But they do have a clear and defined strength, and that's the defensive interior. Okay, they've got three studs in there. 
and we're going to talk about them. But if we just look at, you know, there's about 20 different measurable categories in the NFL that you can judge offenses and defense, and you can rank them 1 through 32. And so you go through that, and you allow that to tell the story. Now, this is a small sample size because, again, we've only had two weeks. This is week three, and they've only played the Steelers and the Bears. So here are the strengths of their defense, okay? Fewest rushing touchdowns allowed in the entire NFL. They've only given up one rushing touchdown through two weeks. Second fewest first downs. Fourth um, fewest total yards. Their All of the games they have been in have been low-scoring, ugly football games. And it's going to continue. It's not going to stop. Seventh in turnovers forced. They have three forced turnovers, two interceptions, and one forced fumble. Seventh in pass yards allowed per attempt. Only 5.7. Which, you know, it's usually a characteristic of Kyle Shanahan's offense to be among the league leaders in yards per pass attempt. We'll have to see what happens with Nick Mullins. BDN, baby, he's getting the start. Um, Now, weaknesses. Here we go. 30th which and third down percentage, uh, which is third worst in the NFL. They average 54% on third down. Uh, now, if you were able to maintain that, the 49ers were best in the NFL last year at a 50%. So uh, moving the chains and sustaining drives is going to be key. Your defense doesn't have depth this week, especially on the defensive line. So long, sustained drives for the 49ers offense is going to be key. 26th in the NFL in pass touchdowns, they've allowed five. And 25th in the NFL in rush yards. So there are some weaknesses for sure on this defense. But they do keep points rather low. Now, their scheme that they run is a 3-4. Traditional 3-4, not really anything too complex. Whenever they go to their nickel setting, though, one thing that I thought was interesting, they pull out a mic backer, and it almost looks like a 5-1. Okay, so you're going to have your three interior defensive linemen. You're going to have your left and right outside backer. And then you're going to have, get this, here we go, baby. Blake freaking Martinez. Are you kidding me? This is who they went out and targeted. Now, every 49ers fan knows Blake Martinez. He was the Mike linebacker for the Packers last year when the Niners ran over him not once, but twice, literally costing him his job. In the Packers. So he gets resurfaced, and they actually overpaid for him. He's going to be their starting Mike Backer. Now, you look at pro football focus numbers, he is their number one rated defender. But 49ers fans know, uh, man, wish we had Mostert this game just because I feel like he owns this guy. But definitely susceptible to running the ball on the edge. They have these three beast defensive linemen that stuff everything up the middle. Okay, that's just kind of what they want to do. Um, Now, they do a lot of zone with their backers in the passing game, and they like to press the slot, which is really, really interesting. So they'll motion down. Usually the slot corner or the nickel corner is off a little ways. They don't like to do that. They want to press at the line of scrimmage. Even if the slot is off of the line of scrimmage, they still want somebody up in his face, which is going to be interesting with Trent Taylor. He's super, super shifty. There's no doubt about that, but he hasn't been a big factor yet this game. Uh, that is one of those matchups that I just want to watch. I, I'm really, really curious what that's going to look like. Um, now, they will try to discover or discover disguise their coverages into a cover two. If you ever see two safeties back for the Giants, they're not staying in cover two. Okay, Through two games that I watched their film on, anytime they had a too high safety look, they motioned down at the snap um, or they rolled their coverage over. They did all kinds of different things. So don't 
They will do cover two, but not when they're showing cover two. So that's one thing that's going to be interesting because whenever you see those two high safety looks, usually that tells you you can't throw down the hashes. Okay, You've got to either hit the numbers or the middle of the field, but they want to get away from that. So they'll do a lot of single high look, um, which means you can attack the hashes. So curious to see if they, at some point, the 49ers are going to take a shot downfield. There's no doubt about that. Um, curious to see when they do that and the coverages, which we won't know for sure until uh, you know we get the coaches' film up on Tuesday. But we'll have all that for you on Patreon as we always do. Um, running backs out of the backfield torch them. Blake Martinez is pretty good in the run, but if he doesn't have a good angle, he almost doesn't even touch him, and he cannot change direction. So you're going to have Jarek McKinnon versus <laughs> Martinez. I'm excited about that. That's my number one matchup. Okay, our starting running back, Jarek McKinnon, versus their best defender, I almost used air quotes there, uh, Blake Martinez. The 49ers have owned this guy. I think it's going to continue. Now, their defense, they don't really blitz often. They blitz seven times versus the Bears, ten times versus the Steelers. So they're on the low end of that, and which is fascinating because they're a 314. And to be honest with you, sometimes on third and short, like third and five, third and six, I saw them do this a couple times where they only bring three guys. They'll drop both backers back, outside linebackers, and just bring their three defensive interior guys. Now, their interior guys are awesome, okay? They're very, 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 very good. Dexter Lawrence, who um, you know we all remember because in the trade of Odell Beckham, they got Dexter Lawrence, uh, they got Jabril Peppers, and then a third-round pick. I'm not sure who they used that third-round pick on. I should have looked that up. Um, but Dexter Lawrence is awesome as far as a run-stuffing defensive in, uh, defensive interior player. Leonard Williams, we all know about him out of USC. And Dalvin Tomlinson. So they have these three. That's the strength of their team. Not only their defense, their team is this inside run defenders. Very rough to get movement on them. And what they want to do is they pit their outside linebackers in wide nines to try to stop outside run and force you into their three big guys underneath. So what do you do with that? Well, misdirection will work very, very well. Quick hitting right behind the tackle, that could work very, very well. But they're kind of designed to stop the outside zone. In the inside trap. That's kind of what they want to stop. So curious to see what Kyle Shanahan's going to create to kind of beat through the system. But I don't think it's going to be too difficult for him because outside of those three interior guys, there's just really not that much there. James Bradbury, their number one corner, um, he's been pretty lights out. Thirteen. He's been targeted 13 times. He's allowed five catches, one interception, and five break breakups, which is that's really damn good. So he's basically averaging a pass breakup for every catch he allows. So not quite sure who he's going to be shadowing or if he is going to shadow or just stay on the side, but probably going to be Brandon Ayuk. So you're talking about, you know, your rookie getting his second start of the year, and he's got a pretty good physical matchup. James Bradbury's a big, long dude. Uh, he was with Carolina for a long time. Uh, you know, David Gettleman drafted him whenever he was Carolina's GM. So there's a lot of, they, this was a perfect fit that they wanted to kind of bring back in. Um, and kind of players to exploit, I talked about Blake Martinez. Um, and their safety play is very, very bad. Julian Love out of Notre Dame and Jabril Peppers. Out of Michigan. They got a lot of Big Ten guys. Um, they have five missed tackles between them, and they're out of position all of the freaking time. They over-pursue like crazy. 
Um, but they're splash players. So they will go for kill shots. They will go for interceptions. And if if you leave something hanging up, they can make a play, the safeties. But if you are clean and precise and on time, they almost never make plays. So they capitalize on mistakes. If you leave it up there for them, then bad things are going to happen. Uh, that That's just kind of where it's at right there. Now, you know, I see this question here from Barack O'Niner. Uh, how's their defense? Should I start McKinnon on my fantasy? 1,000% yes. Jarek McKinnon is a complete 100% startable player in every single format, PPR especially. But if you look at what McKinnon did last week, he had three carries in 77 yards. He produced fantasy-wise week one and two despite being the number three option. Well, guess what? The number one and two options are out. While I do think this is going to be a very low-scoring game, Vegas even has it as the lowest projected total. It doesn't matter. If you can get a starting running back in a Kyle Shanahan offense against a poor defense, you freaking start them, period. Um, especially with all the running backs who are injured or out, right? Um, yeah, he, he's starting 100% fantasy-wise. I think he's going to have a great game. Over 100 total yards is one of my predictions that I have for him. Um, but yeah, so that, that one's key. Uh, <laughs> go get McKinnon. Start him this week. On FanDuel, I'm starting him as well. Um, now, they did call up Hasty. So, Jamichael Hasty season, baby. I told y'all this was coming. I didn't want it to happen like this, week three. But I said that he would find he would be making the active roster at some point this year. Happened week three. Um, I think we will get to see him. I don't think he's going to get more than five touches, however. He's going to be the third option. you got Jeff Wilson, number two, and then you've got um, Jamichael Hasty going to be that number three option. So uh, maybe long, sustained drives. Uh, he'll be out there uh, the following drive, right? So if you have a very long drive and you're going back and forth between Jet and Jeff Wilson Jr., that next drive up, then he would be the guy that would go out there. So uh, he's got to have a hell of a year. Niner by nature, what type of mic do you use to sound so clear and good? That's just God's uh, given pipes. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I use, I have the case over here. Um, I use the Shure SM7B. Um, it's it. This is the same mic. This is kind of weird, but whatever. It's kind of their thing. Uh, the Thriller album was recorded on this mic, um, but it is a little pricey. There's a lot of other good ones. I recommend the seven, uh, Samsung Q7 or the ATR2100, both very good mics, way cheaper. <laughs> but if you want to go for the best, this one by far, hands down, I think is the best one out there. Um, let's see here. Yeah. From Joey, uh, he asked, did they bring up hasty? Is it official? It is official. They protected him and they brought him up, which means let's say hasty goes out there and balls out. No team can claim him unless the 49ers move him back down to the practice squad after this game. So let's say he, Jamichael hasty, he's the next heir apparent. He goes out and has hundred total yards and two touchdowns, whatever else the 49ers can keep him on their active squad. Okay, um, the, so nobody can steal him unless we demote him back down. Now, you can only promote a player twice. That's it. So Grosu, for example, he's been promoted twice. Uh, they kept him up on the active roster, so he's safe now. That's just kind of what it is. Oh, look at this from Mateus. First time in the CC. Thank you for the countdown crew directly from Brazil. I freaking love it. I need to learn some Portuguese because one of the largest followings for the 49ers Rush podcast is in Brazil. Um, absolutely love it. So we've got a lot from New Zealand, Australia, Brazil, and Germany. Um, so just want to say thank you, Mateus. Uh, hit subscribe and 
just welcome, man. So glad that you are here. That is freaking awesome. Um, so, oh yeah, see the Mitchell Wayne Trubisky. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's jump over to the opposite side. That's a little inside joke from uh, two weeks ago. Mitchell Wayne Trubisky. That's his middle name. Um, anyway, now the Giants offense. It's bad, man. It is bad. They have one positive rank, and it's a good one. Um, they are first in the NFL on fourth down conversions. They're four for four on third down on fourth downs. So they're the best in the NFL. You can't beat four for four. Um, a lot of that has to do with Daniel Jones. When Daniel Jones chooses to run, which he doesn't do it often, he is extremely mobile. 49ers have struggled with mo mobile quarterbacks since forever. Um, but no other offensive rank over 20 categories is in the top half of the league. They're all 18th or lower. So really, it's not even top half of the league. It, it, they're not even the top like 18th of the league. They're trash. It's very, very bad. And that was with Saquon, mind you. So let me just list some of these things that are kind of embarrassing. Dead last in total yards on offense. Dead last in rush yards and rush attempts on offense. Dead last in rush yards per attempt, 2.7 yards per carry. That's with Saquon Barkley. That's with the number one offensive tackle selected, Andrew Thomas, number fourth overall. Will Hernandez, another first-round backer. They traded for Zeitler, offensive guard. He's great at run blocking. They just can't do it. And a lot of it's the system that they have going. It's just it's ugly. It doesn't work, and it's so predictable. Whenever you're watching the Giants play, you're like, oh, yeah, they're going to run it right here. Okay, now they're in spread. Yeah, it's going to be a pass. Like, it's so simple. It's very, very easy to diagnose. Um, 29th in total yards. That means they're better than two other teams. I guess three other teams. 27th in turnovers, three interceptions, one f uh, fumble loss, and 25th in first downs. They're bad. And again, you got to put it like a parenthesis next to that and say, hey, that was with Saquon Barkley. He's not coming through that tunnel. They just signed Devontae Freeman. Um, now, how, how's, how much is he going to play? He had to do the testing, had to wait three days to be cleared, then joined the team. He hasn't had one padded practice. Uh, he was there for walkthrough. That's it. So is he going to be their bell cow? Um, outside of that, they have Deion Lewis. You know, used to be with the Patriots for a long time. Then he went to Tennessee Titans. He was the one that filled in after Saquon got hurt, but he's a third down option. They tried running with him in like big personnel sets and 13 personnel with three tight ends. It didn't work. Uh, it just was not there. So their scheme is kind of confusing. You know, I put on here split personalities because they're trying to do too many things that it just becomes so predictable. For example, okay, they're really big up front. They have hog mollies. This is a David Gettleman stamp of approval. I need the biggest strongest lineman that's his ideal uh, still have no clue how this guy has a job in the nfl but whatever um the worst gm the him and bill o'brien probably the worst gms but they're really big up front and they have speed in the back end but it just doesn't mix they'll come out and go 13 personnel uh one running back three tight ends and they just run it you know right off tackle to whichever side is heaviest and it's very very obvious and it doesn't work and so the old line 
play is really, really bad. They do love their tight ends, which most of them are 49ers. <laughs> they they do have Levine Tololo, and they do have Caden Smith. And Caden Smith's having a hell of a year. Uh, one of the best run-blocking tight ends in all of the NFL. Um, and he's getting about half the snaps, which is awesome. You know, we had to cut him last year, which I hated. I wish we would have kept him over Tololo. But um, you take that for whatever. Um, now, the personal personnel groups will tell you the play. Because they'll come out under center with a fullback sometimes in 22 personnel, 13 personnel, 12 personnel, whatever. And you're going to know it's a running player play action. It's it's big boy, whatever. Then they'll sub everybody out and they'll go 10 personnel or 11 personnel and shotgun spread out formation. And they almost never run the ball in that set. I really do believe they don't have a self-scouting <laughs> department because as i'm watching the film i'm like oh yeah it's gonna be play action right here you can tell by the splits like it's very very simple to diagnose what they're going to do now one of the best things about the 49ers is when we had richard sherman he picked up on this better than anybody we don't have richard sherman uh, probably going to be the starters at corner. Manuel Mosley cemented himself as the starter. Um, I think Jason Verrett probably is going to be the first one out there. Even if Akello gets the start, uh, I think he's going to have a very short leash as Jason Verrett practiced fully all week, and he was rotating in all throughout training camp ahead of Akello. So I really do think that gosh, I hope Verrett's out there. Akello's so bad. <laughs> uh, you know, my predictions last week I said, you know, I, I think that Akello's going to have a big game. And he went out there and laid the biggest goose egg ever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's what it is. So it's, it's kind of where we are. Now, here's the deal. Tendencies. Daniel Jones is really, really good. He has all of the tendencies. He's just not a winner. Now, the places where he lights up the field is in between the hashes. Daniel Jones, and you could go back to his time in college. If he's throwing vertical... He looks impeccable. He just sees it perfectly. Down the middle of the field is where he is incredible. Okay, Now, if you force him to throw the ball outside the numbers, oh, it's so bad. His numbers are atrocious. Only attempted three deep balls this entire year over 20 yards in the air. He's two for three, 65 yards, and a touchdown. The player that they're going to use and exploit is Darius Slayton. Uh, he's by far the best player on their team. Um, you know, they got him like, I think in the sixth round, he has been incredible. He is very, very good. He's not really a yards after the catch guy. He's much more of like Terry McLaurin type shifty wide receiver that just runs very, very good routes. So, uh, Darius Slayton has two receiving touchdowns. Nobody else on their team has any so far through these weeks. Um, now, there are also a couple other tendencies. They want to run it off tackle, okay? So left tackle, they've run it six times. Right tackle, they've run it at six times. Right end, they've run it at five times. Will that change without Saquon? Saquon likes to bounce it. Um, so now we're kind of going into this. We're not really sure what they want to do. Uh, now, the 49ers know Devontae Freeman more than anybody else. Kyle Shanahan kind of made him into what he was. And so what's that going to look like? Uh, we'll just have to kind of see what happens there. Now, Daniel Jones, you know, things to watch out for, him throwing over the middle and him escaping on the pocket because he is quick, 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 quick. But it does seem like the Giants coaching staff is limiting as much as possible any contact with Daniel Jones. So they're reserving Daniel Jones running, um, design run plays, if unless it's third and short or fourth and short or in the goal line. That's it. Outside of that, they're not really running zone read or trying to get them out there on the edge, only to throw the ball and to move the pocket. 
Um, it seems like they're pretty clear they don't want him to to run. Um, they just don't want it. They're trying to keep him safe. Now, Caden Smith, one of the best running blockers. Again, they have Levine Tololo, so it's going to be you know a 49ers reunion out there. Uh, David Mayo, uh, Colbert. I mean, there's just so many different players out there now. Players the 49ers defense can exploit. And that sounds weird whenever you look at all the injuries we have on defense, but we still have the better defense in this game. We still have the better offense in this game. And you go back through those numbers, it's bad. The Giants are a bad team. Now, nothing. you go 0-3, your season's pretty much over. Um, now, the good thing for the Giants, they're in the worst division of football. Um, the NFC East is the worst. I don't even think it's close. The Cowboys are probably going to be able to. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Get in the playoffs with an 8-8 record this year, but... Here's the deal. If you go 0-3, you're basically done. So their backs are against the wall. And they're sitting there saying, look, we're playing against the Super Bowl runner-ups. They're missing 10 starters. We can win this game. Like, that's their mindset. If they lose this game, you're starting to talk about coaches getting fired, GMs getting fired. Like, all this kind of stuff starts to happen whenever you're 0-3. Now, I don't think I think Judge is going to be around a while, but I don't think Gettleman will. Their O-line play is awful, so you can exploit their O-line. They don't have a player ranked over 60% on uh, pro football focus, or a 60 grade, uh, which is an average starter at best. They're below average across the line. Will Hernandez, nine pressures allowed and struggled in the run game, which is where he was supposed to make his money. Andrew Thomas, number four pick. 
He's been really bad. <laughs> Nine pressures allowed. Uh, worst running back core in the NFL without Saquon. Um, they're just bad. The team only has 13 rushing attempts. Any player not named Saquon Barkley. That's it. And so here we go. <laughs> Who's going to get the ball? Is it going to be Wayne Gallman? Is it going to be Deion Lewis? Is it going to be Devontae Freeman after only two days of practice? There's a lot of question marks there, and I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen. My guess is Deion Lewis comes out first series. If they have success, they'll keep rolling with him. If not, Wayne Gallman probably gets second look, and then it's going to be Devontae Freeman if nothing is working. And they're going to have to have a vanilla offense. Now, the running back can kind of transition rather easily on short amount of reps and all those things. So it's not one of those like really difficult positions, but I, I do think... There's no way in the world that they're going to be able to just keep doing everything as normal. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. All right, let's get to a couple more questions, and we're going to get to our Vegas lines and our bet of the week. And we still, of course, have our predictions for the game itself. Um, let's see here from Niner Drag. Um, I like Jason and Mosley as a lockdown man coverage corners until Sherman gets back. I, I think everybody agrees with you there. Um, I believe those two fit the new secondary scheme we have. Yeah, you cannot. The Akello project needs to be done. I am with you. Uh, you know, if there's an injury, that's great. Get him in there. Number two seven doesn't need to see the field field at all. Get him off the damn punt team as well. It's just it's just scary out there. It, it's bad. Here we go from Tyson. What do you think Trent Taylor is going to have less of an impact than we thought he'd had? Why do I think he's done that? It's been interesting. Um, Trent Taylor comes, you know. Last offseason, best offseason, training camp out there, gets injured. Missed the whole season. This training camp goes out there, you know, talk of the town, making the catches of the day, all that stuff. I don't know. They're just not targeting him. They're just not doing it. Now, maybe Nick Mullins is going to kind of divert from that and start to rely on, on the slot, which you can do against this offense because if you press Trent Taylor, he's going to make you look stupid. Um He's going to make you look really, really bad. So I think that Trent Taylor will have a better game today. You know, basically what they're going to do, they're going to take away the outside wide receiver and Brandon Ayuk. That's going to free up your tight end, Jordan Reed. We'll have to see what he's out there. He only got 28 snaps last week. I don't want him to get more snaps than that. I understand he's great. You need this guy for the whole season now. You definitely do because you're going to have to win differently than you won in 2019. 2019, you won with defense. Uh, well, offense too. We had the second most points, but the offense is going to have to pick up. And I think it will naturally when we start getting all these players back from injury. But we need Jordan Reed to stay healthy. So I really hope that they don't just put him out there as an every down tight end. I think that's dumb. I think you got Twelly. I want Charlie Warner to get more work. I know he was bad in his eight plays that he got last week, but his run blocking is exceptional. Get him out there. Um, but yeah, I, I think the targets should be going to your running backs against Blake Martinez. Get him in one-on-one -on -one coverage with that Mike linebacker. And I think you want to get Trent Taylor some out routes or some option in routes against you know their press corner or safety whoever's out there and then of course the tight end so a lot of the idea of this game should be first one to 20 wins that's it first one to 20 wins so because of that be smart <laughs> smrt um <laughs> be smart be under control don't beat yourself that's the key turnovers that's going to kill you 
Three and outs, that's going to kill you. It's going to be a field position game. It's going to be a field goal game. And it's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be ugly. Now, I don't think it's supposed to rain out there at MetLife. Curse that field. But you got to think back to the Washington Redskins last year. That's the type of game this is going to be. It's going to be slow. It's going to be methodical. And there's probably only going to be about seven drives for each team on offense. That's great. Slow it down. Calm, cool, collected. Don't beat yourself. I think that's kind of what's huge here. Uh, Niner by Nature says, well, I, I, sorry, I can't say his name. Ayuk and Sanu have an impact in this game. I think run blocking, we didn't see one end around from Brandon Ayuk. That bothered the hell out of me. Um, I get the, get the ball in this kid's hands, manufacture touches to help him gain confidence and calm down. Um, you know, he had two first down catches on two targets. That was awesome. Get this kid, the ball in short, high percentage passes. Um, I know that he can scream downfield, but that's not what we need this game. Just get him the ball change of pace. Please run a freaking end around. That is what we need. Um, from Ricky, will the defense play less man-to-man? I don't think so. I think we're going to play more. And we saw this after you know Nick Bosa went down, after Solomon Thomas went down. We didn't respect their pass game whatsoever. So we, we blitzed so much more against the Jets, and they were run-gap blitzes, where basically what we do is we stunt over two, off, two defensive linemen, and then we bring the Mike backer or the Will backer or the strong safety through the backside B-gap or playside B-gap. And so what you're doing is you're basically shutting down four gaps with the run blitz, and that allows you to play man outside. I think man works really, really well unless Akello's in there. If Akello's in there, you can't run a true man. You've got to roll the safety over the top because he gets beat so bad in man coverage. Um, so I'm hoping we play more man. You don't have to worry about these wide receivers. I understand Golden Tate. Um, you know, he's older. But he can still make people miss. I mean, that dude yards after the catch. He's as good as there is. But he is older. Um, I don't think that you have to scheme away from him. Uh, you know, you talk Evan Ingram, who was a first-round tight end pick ahead of George Kittle. He's having about as bad a year as possible. So Darius Slayton's really the only wide receiver you're somewhat concerned about. But if you know if he's matched up one-on-one with Akello, I'm scared. Anybody else, I feel just fine. Um, especially with our safety help. I think we're going to be just fine. Um, yeah, uh, from Chris, he says, is Witherspoon still starting and why? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out there the very first series and just has a short rope, kind of like what they did in the playoffs last year. We'll just have to see what happens. If Jason Verrett's healthy, though, that dude needs to be out there. That's just what it is. We need him. We do not need Akello. Um, we need Jason Ferret. He should be starting opposite Emmanuel Mosley. There's no doubt about that. So let's talk Vegas lines. The 49ers are favored by three and a half. <laughs> the over-under is 42. It's as close to a pickup game as you're going to get. The 49ers traveling all the way across. Now, I know they stayed in West Virginia, so that helps. You don't have to worry about like uh, adjusting time zones or anything like that. So they're good there. It's just you are playing on the road. And you've got so many injuries. It's just what it is. Now, I'm not touching either one of those bets. I don't like those. There's just way too many question marks. I don't like it. Okay. Now let's get to our bet of the week. We are plus 44. We lost Thursday night. Fitzpatrick goes off and has a career day. I have Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know not to bet in his games, but I felt pretty confident and we missed it on that one. But that's okay. So here's a word from my bookie. 
unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL and the NBA, they're back. They're in full swing, which can only mean one thing. It's a winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting whenever I'm putting my money on it. And if you've been betting with us, we've been doing very, very well so far this year. So stick with us. Bet on it. Use all the knowledge that we have. And let's be successful. And here's the deal. Right now, they have $100,000. You heard me. $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry. 10 bucks. You can win all that money. They're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You would be crazy not to jump in there with all your knowledge. $10 to win thousands, sign me up. You too can make up and sign up at my bookie. And here's the deal. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means you put in $100, they're going to give you $100. Rollovers will be included in that. And if you have questions, please call their customer service. They'll help you with that. But the NFL, NBA, MLB, they've got it all on tap. It's never too late to get started. And if you've wanted to jump in with us, now's the best time. Head to mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Thanks for the support, mybookie. All right, so I got two bets that I really, really like. My first one's a little bit of a sneaky bet, but I think you guys just hear me out on this. I'm taking the over. Head over to my bookie. You click on NFL. Then you find the 49ers game. At the bottom right, it's going to say props. It's going to say two props, whatever. Click on that. It changes. The number changes. Click on the props, and it opens up a whole list of like 25 more bets on each game. Now, here's the prop I'm taking for the 49ers. I'm not touching the spread. I'm not touching the over-under. There's just too many ways this game could go. I am taking the over one-and-a-half field goals. That's right, 49ers will make over, so if they kick two field goals, you get paid. And because I think this is going to be a gross game, I think the 49ers are going to have four field goal attempts. I could see them going three for four, trying to attempt like a 53-yarder or something like that. But uh, this is a minus 167 bet, which means this. You bet 10, you win 16, okay? So San Francisco over one and a half field goals. My second bet is a teaser, which is like a parlay on steroids because you get way more points. So I picked three games. This is a three-game teaser, baby. Oh, man, I'm excited about this one. I did take the 49ers, and it's plus seven points, okay? So, for example, the 49ers, they're favored by three and a half. So the seven points goes on top of that. So the 49ers can lose, and we would still get paid on this, okay? So I'm taking the 49ers plus three and a half points. So as long as the 49ers don't lose by a field goal, uh, over a field goal, then you get paid. I'm also taking the Colts versus the Jets. I'm putting all seven points on the Colts, which means that's the biggest spread of the week. Colts just have to win by four and a half points against the Jets, who I think are the worst team in the NFL. I love that defense. DeForest Buckner, all those things. And then the Bucks plus one versus the Broncos. Again, Broncos lost their quarterback, lost their number one receiver. They're struggling big time. So I'm taking the Bucks plus one, Colts minus four and a half, and 49ers plus three and a half. If those three things happen, um, it's plus 120. So you bet 10, you win 22. Okay. So again, 49ers plus three and a half, Colts minus four and a half, Bucks plus one. That's the three team teaser with a seven point buy on that. Um, so those are the two bets of the week. I'm excited. I've already put them in. Any bet I ever talk about or mention on here, I put my own personal money on there. And again, if you have problems gambling, don't touch it. But if you just want to jump in and bet a dollar, man, it makes it so much more fun watching those games. It's just more entertainment. 
So let's get to our predictions and keys to the game. This is going to be ugly. <laughs> uh, and I'm with John on here. He says this is a must-win game. You look at the schedule. There's not easier games on the schedule. Now, the 49ers situation is ugly. The Jets' offense and defense and general manager, ugly. This is going to be an ugly game. Um, it, literally, you're going back 30 years, and it's going to be run, 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 short passes. It's going to be whatever. And it comes down to who won't lose the game. If your mentality is to go out there and create these huge plays, you're going to lose. It's not, what, it's, it's not in the cards for either team. Slow, methodical, positive, don't beat yourself. Okay, on defense for the 49ers. Fred Warners and the safeties are key. They're the most important players. It's not about the pass rush. That's not what it is. It's about limiting Daniel Jones over the middle. Don't let Daniel Jones light it up over the middle. Force him to throw it out past the numbers. That's huge. Fred Warner's going to be key in this game. Nick Mullins, I don't care if he has a 50% completion percentage, which is trash. You can win with that. What you can't win with is turning the ball over. You know, the, the one key thing this week, the 49ers offense will score points because we have playmakers. There's no doubt about that. Even if they're field goals, I don't care. I think there are going to be a lot of field goals. Do not give a crappy offense hope by giving them a short field. Okay? So, no turnovers. Stop that three and out BS. And just, even if they have to, you know, if you're just punting the ball, that's okay. Punt plays are a great thing. This game, punt plays are great. No turnovers, no three and outs. That's what we need. Now, obviously, the 49ers will have a three and out or they will have a turnover. You have to finish positive, okay? So if the 49ers are positive in those two categories, meaning let's say the 49ers do have one turnover, but we force two turnovers. Well, that means the 49ers are plus one. Three and outs. Let's say the 49ers have two three and outs, but the Giants have three. That's plus one. We have to be plus in these two things. If you're negative, you are giving this team hope when they shouldn't have any. Do not let them compete with you. Make them out-compete and try to overdo because our opportunistic defense will be able to take advantage of that. I really believe that. Uh, Niner by nature, Nick Mullins throws for 500 yards and eight touchdowns, but that's only first quarter. What's he going to do the next three quarters, man? Um, I do believe Jarek McKinnon versus Blake Martinez is going to be a lot of fun. Look for Jet to have 100-plus total yards. Field goals are going to be everywhere. I'm seeing four field goal attempts. I think Mullins goes three for four on field goals and misses a 50-yarder. And I think the 49ers win, baby. I think we increase to two and one, and here's the score. Get this, 16 to 10. Yuck. <laughs> that is just gross. I just got out of the shower, but I feel like I need to go take another one. And that's okay. Because, again, get out of this godforsaken stadium with a win. Two and one. You get two back-to-back -back road wins despite being down 10 starters. The 49ers' confidence is going to shoot through the roof. Next week, you get back Jimmy Garoppolo. Next week, you get back probably Raheem Mostert. Next week, you get back George freaking Kittle. You get back all these, but you get back Debo. I mean, gosh, if you can just walk out of here with a win, it's going to feel great. It's going to feel great. Now, you lose this game. That's going to be rough because you look at that schedule, it gets tough. And we're not in the NFC East. So 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, will not get you in the playoffs here. You got to win 11 games. 
and you know you're down with a one and two record and you've just gone through the easiest stretch of your schedule you got to be a little careful there so uh, we need you guys there, Faithful. Um, now, after the game's over, win, lose, or draw, we will be live here. Make sure you hit that subscription button if you haven't already. Uh, we always go live after Kyle Shanahan's press conference concludes, um, and we'll be getting reactions and talking and breaking everything down. You guys are incredible. Cannot say thank you enough for all the support. Um, I freaking love you guys. You are awesome. So thank you so much. Stay strong, Faithful. 24 hours, baby. Let's go get that W. 2-1. Let's go 49ers. And as always... Stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.